From KLIN Radio and the Lincoln Independent Business Association, this is the Lincoln Business Beat, a weekly summary of news affecting area business and a review of interesting topics and issues. Along with LIBA President and CEO Bud Seinhorst, I'm Mark Vail. Glad to have you joining us. Lincoln Business Beat is made possible by the 1890 Initiative. Visit 1890nebraska.com, where 100% of your donation goes directly to Husker student-athletes. Quite a week of activity, uh, and we always think of summertime as being vacation time, but it's certainly not vacation time when I look at the calendar for LIBA events, and I had a pretty interesting one here this past week that just oh, happened. Oh, man, I, you know, some some people go, oh, it must be kind of slow for you in the summer, and I'm thinking, no, <laughs> we're, we're staying busy and doing things, and so... Earlier this week, we had a movie premiere for the new Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 movie. Um, we had a, So it wasn't Bud and Mark go to Washington. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was not it at all. Um, but it was, it was a fun way. Um, you know, we sold out the theater. Um, we had our own theater for it, so it was just LIBA members. You know, they got a ticket, a popcorn, and a soda to drink. Um, and we're able to come together and support Liba and, you know, it was, it was a great opportunity for people to bring family and friends, have a good time. Uh, people were excited. You know, we were talking about it the morning after the, the, the premiere with our team. And it was like, you know, people were just in a really great mood, uh, coming into that movie. So it was a fun time. We got to support a local business. We got to support the Grand Theater. Uh, people got to see the movie on the first night it came out. We had our own theater. It was set up really cool. You came in, you checked in, you got your soda cup, you got to fill up your soda cup. You go in the theater, and there's just two huge tables with bags of popcorn. And grab your popcorn, get in one of those chairs. Maybe take a little nap beforehand. <laughs> but, I mean, it was just, it was such a fun evening, and people had such a great time. And this is one of those, you know, we do a lot of things. We talk about a lot of politics on here. We talk a lot about a lot of policy. We talk about a lot of issues facing business. But I think the other th- important component of what we do at LIBA is provide opportunities for people to get together and, uh, and, and you know, just network and have some fun and those kind of things. A couple of uh, different podcasts in the future, uh, or that we've have in the past, that we've talked about a number of things, uh, and we've talked now this week about what has just happened. But what about going forward? <laughs> we <laughs> well, can talk about how great the movie was, but now it's time to look ahead. Yeah, and... I look at my calendar and I go, "Holy smokes!" <laughs> Again, it's summer. Everybody goes, "Isn't this supposed to be your dead down or downtime?" And I'm like, "Well, mm, well looking I... at my calendar, not really." <laughs> One that I do want to point out is the Liba luncheon because uh, we've had uh, the discussions about the LPS budget, and that's going to be discussed at the next Liba luncheon. Yeah, on Tuesday, July the 18th, we have Dr. Liz Standish. The uh, assistant superintendent for business over at LPS. She's going to come in and talk about the LPS budget and kind of what their budget looks like moving forward for this next year. Um, she's got a pretty extensive co- uh, presentation, so it's a good opportunity for people. You know, we talk about taxes on here, and, um, you know, the biggest part of your property tax bill goes to LPS. So it's a good opportunity to come and hear about their budget. And that uh, will be at the Grand Mance, the Jasmine Room, Tuesday. Uh, 11.30 to 1, presentation about noon to 1. 
you can't make it, but I'd strongly suggest you try to make it because you'll be able to ask questions. And Dr. Standish is as transparent as any presenter I have ever witnessed. Very good. Yeah, she's very good. It's very detailed. Um, I actually sat down with her earlier this week, and we talked through uh, the presentation and what's happening and all those kind of things. So and, it's But it's if you great. can't make it, it will be... Uh, Facebook Live. Sure. Other things coming up? So then, you know, the following week, we go into Coffee and Contacts from 7.30 to 9 on July 25th, hosted by Mosaic. And then as we kind of look into the fall, Mark, I thought it'd be good to kind of just mention a few things happening as we move towards fall, September 1st, the Leba Foundation hosts their annual golf outing, uh, an opportunity to raise money for scholarships that we give that we did, you know, we do every year in May at our luncheon. Then uh, later in September on the 23rd, we're doing our annual tailgate that we do for our members. Stop by on your way to the game. Uh, on uh, September 23rd, we'll be at From Nebraska Gift Shop. It's always a fun a- uh, a fun tailgate for people as they're headed to the game or just to be there or just to be there. I mean, the tailgate's a lot of fun. We got food, we got drinks, we got everything. Um, you know, we're, 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 we put our order in for really good weather that day. So, um, but right there out in front of, in front of the from Nebraska gift shop, they have a nice dock, I call it. And we can just, we set up up there. We got tables, chairs, grills, all kinds of food. It's a great way to just kind of, Take in the atmosphere, and I think it's going to be a fun atmosphere downtown this year with Coach Rule uh, building some excitement around the program this year. Another fall. event to add to your calendar goes into October. Yeah, and in October, every year we do our annual uh, Leba Poker Tournament uh, connected with our BizNet, which is going to be on Thursday, October 12th, and we do that at Buffalo Wings and Rings uh, down there uh, about 40th and Old Cheney area down by uh, 40th and Old Cheney, so we'll do so that. Williamsburg area. Yeah, Williamsburg, yeah, exactly. And then, you know, November 17th, you know, I said we we're going to have a busy fall, so we're getting things going for every month. November 17th, uh, Jim and Barb Ballard out at, from Nebraska, or uh, they have from Nebraska Gift Shop, but also James Arthur Vineyards. Um, they do these murder mystery events, uh, which is just, if you've not been to one, they're just a great time. You come out, we've got family-style food, um, and then they have different people that are serving the food and out there, and they're their actors, and the actors are dropping clues. Some of them are good, some of them are bad, and you as a group in your table have to kind of figure out, okay, who did it and, you know, what happened? And so it's it's a really fun opportunity. Again, it's one of those networking opportunities where we try to bring people together, have a good time, and, and just be able to connect and, and enjoy themselves. And maybe get a little sneak preview of some of the expansion planned for James Arthur. Yeah, Williams. they've got a lot coming on out there. So, um, But they're great supporters of Leba. Jim's a past board chair and, and just they're always there for us, and we just we love to support them. It's, again, another way, you know, you look at these events, we're supporting our local businesses and our members. So some great things coming up this fall for our members. We've talked a lot about taxes, property taxes uh, in particular, because they are, are such an issue, not just here in Lincoln and Lancaster County, but across the state. And something that came out of the uh, recent legislative activities uh, was a thing called the pink card, I think is what we've referred to it as as the past. (laughs) Basically, it's a mailed notification if uh, somebody wants to increase what their levy 
and and what they're asking for? Well, it's their property tax asking. So um, arguably, you could leave your levy the same, and when valuations go up tremendously, I think it's a little over 3% or 4% is the threshold. But Senator Ben Hansen introduced it, that you have to have a public hearing, and you have to send out cards to all the the taxpayers in the in the area, whether it's the city, the county, any of those any of those districts, any of those political subdivisions that collect property taxes. And you have to hold a public hearing. You have to explain why you're doing it, number one, and then you have to allow for public comment. And so um, it's going to be pink card season coming up. And so I I thought it'd be good just to mention that Um, I'm hearing that it's going to be happening here in September, around mid-September, maybe around the 19th or something like that. So kind of watch. You'll get something in the mail um, to talk about that. And and right now, um, we're hearing of two specific entities that are going to have to participate in the pink card meeting, I guess as we call it. Um, and that's going to be Southeast Community College, which we've talked on, on uh, talked about here on Lincoln Business Beat. You know, they're raising their levy from... Nine thirty-eight to eleven and a quarter uh, cents per hundred dollars, and so they'll have to do it. And then um, LPS. Now this is interesting with LPS; they're actually lowering their levy, um, both their general fund and their bond levies um, below by about thirteen cents. Yet because of the property tax asking that they're that's coming, they're going to have to have this the, this public hearing. And so, you know, it's it's a good time. You know, I always say. If you have an opinion, you need to show up, and, and decisions are made by those who show up. So it's a an opportunity for folks to come out. So watch your mailbox for those. And, you know, one of the interesting things that's come out um, during the LPS budget discussion so far is um, they kind of ran some numbers. And if you're going to – if you own a home that's valued at $200,000, although the levy's going down – you're actually going to be paying about $300 this next year more in property taxes. So Because of the valuations. Because of the valuations. And that's and an such. average across yeah, the Yeah, that's the an average. But basically, if you got that $200,000 home based on what you're paying today versus what you'll pay next year, it'll go up about 300 bucks. Yeah, this is uh, this is not new math. This is old algebra, and we, sometimes we forget the one half of the equation and how it affects the other half of the equation between the levy and the valuations and, and how they play off each other. So. Exactly. So the levy's going to go down, but you're going to pay more. So um, now now we could, if we wanted to, we probably don't want to do that today. We could have the debate about is that raising taxes or not. It is raising, uh, it is additional tax revenue that's received. Yes. I'll put it that way. Yes. <laughs> so, um, but again, it's an opportunity for, for the, the voters and the property owners to show up and, and share their opinion. So in other words, when you get these pink uh, notifications, pay attention, show up. Uh, that's where you're going to find the answers. That's where you're going to be able to uh, use that voice of yours to say, hey, I think you uh, need to be a little more judicious. You need to maybe cut back a little. In some areas. That's where your opinions can be shared. Absolutely. And their their elected officials have to be there for those meetings. And, and so. even if you don't necessarily have an opinion about it, you can ask some very pointed and direct questions of these people, not only... Uh, why they're doing it, but what's the result? Absolutely. So it's, you know, it's kind of our duty in Nebraska. We always talk about the second house because we've got the unicameral, but, you know, as as the voters and as the taxpayers, we, we have a duty to show up. Our deep dive this week is something I'm really looking forward to this discussion because having just gotten a little bit of information, uh, 
a, a new product, I guess, uh, probably the way to best way to describe it, it's, uh, addressing some things that we've talked about, workforce development, students, we've talked about career academy. Uh, but we're going to go deep on this, and it's uh, really, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. About, and what I'm really looking forward to, it's not involved with a spreadsheet, which just makes you so wild. Well, I don't have to send spreadsheets to Mark. His eyes get really big, and he gets a big smile. But um, this, this, is, this is one where you're talking about students and education and the workforce. These are things that we've really talked at and gone deep on before, but this is a brand new approach. It's a brand new, unique approach, and I'm really excited. It kind of merges all those things we've talked about. When you talk about education, career fairs, connecting workforce, the helping the employers, all those kind of things. And so one of our LIBA members, Bo Jones with True Built Construction, has built this new platform called TradeGames.com. And it's an opportunity for students to learn more and for uh, employers to connect and, and promote the career paths that they have in their business. And it's also a chance for the education system, I think, to tie in and, and be able to share this with students so that students can start exploring what are their interests. And it's also an opportunity for parents and guardians to, to be involved in helping their, uh, their students or their, their children uh, discuss career paths as they get to that point of and and having a little better idea maybe of what's out there not that they are, are going to you know they don't have to say as a 10th or 11th grader or junior junior sophomore whatever i'm going to be x they can look at these and say ah eh, that's interesting they can explore a lot of new things right and i think it it i think it makes for i'll call it interesting or good dinner table conversation with your with your students with your kids so i'm excited to get Bo in here it's it's really cool he started this conversation with me probably a year or more ago kind of talking to me about it i was excited about it but i had to be quiet about it so now i don't have to be quiet so they say if you have a microphone you might as well use it right absolutely <laughs> Bo jones be in the studio next and we'll talk about TradeGames.com on our deep dive. It's straight ahead. Husker fans, you've probably heard about NIL, name, image, and likeness, and now you can have an immediate effect on the success of our programs. The 1890 Initiative is Nebraska's premier NIL company, and with your help, we can maximize our student-athletes' opportunities with NIL and prepare them for life after college. Nebraska's always been a leader in college athletics. Let's do the same with NIL. To learn more, visit 1890nebraska.com, where 100% of your donation goes directly to Husker student-athletes. That's 1890nebraska.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Back on Lincoln Business Beat, uh, but we've talked about workforce, workforce development, uh, the workplace, and that big study that came from Gallup uh, a week ago that we went pretty deep on, but maybe something a little different on workforce and how do you connect, especially with the younger people. So our deep dive today is uh, with Bo Jones. Yeah, so uh, Bo is a great LIBA member with Truebilt Construction. First of all, Bo, before I forget, welcome to Lincoln Business, Pete. We're glad to have you. Um, but so we've talked about career fairs. We've talked about different things that we are doing at LIBA to try to connect our members to workforce and young people. And we've worked with the Career Academy, SCC, Norris down in Johnson had a career fair, just trying to connect employers with young people. And I don't remember, Bo, what's it been about a year ago? Uh, the first time we sat down and visited about this, Bo had a an idea where he wanted to try to highlight career opportunities for young people, for them to be able to explore them, and then be able to connect employers with those young people. So, Bo, I guess let's just start out and just kind of give us your vision when you started Trade Games and what, what your vision was. Just start with the big vision. Yeah, the big vision is um, in construction, I've had a front row seat to the the careers and, and the students coming into our career, and the the pipeline is drying up. And so we, we dove in and we tried to figure out why that's happening. And, and our conclusion is that the students have a lot of career opportunities that they can focus on, but they're not getting a sampling of them in high school during their 13-year-old to 18-year-old age range. So where are the kids at now? They're hanging out on social media. They're interacting socially through apps and their phones and, and computers and tablets and whatnot. And they're not out experiencing the real world stuff. So when they graduate from high school, call it 18 years old, it's one of the biggest moments of their life. And it's something they'll remember forever. And then they turn around and look at the rest of the world, their their future, if you will, what they want to be when they grow up. And they, they're overwhelmed. They have upwards of 200,000 career opportunities to choose from, and they didn't get a real good sampling of that in high school. Well, and I know um, my older two daughters, when they were in high school, they went through, I think when they were, I don't remember if it was a freshman or sophomore, um, there was kind of a career, I'll call it a career exploration class where they did some of these, I don't know, analytic test type things, I'll call them. Sorry to the educators if I'm using the wrong terms. But then... It was kind of like, oh, these might be some careers for you. And then it was on them to kind of go and, you know, jump on the Internet and grab a search engine and try to figure out what is this career and those kind of things. And so it's it's difficult for them sometimes to go, you know, I mean, I remember our oldest daughter was talking about it and she came into me and she uh, one of the careers that came up on hers was sports psychology. And she's like. Well, you worked in sports. What the heck is it? And who do you, you know, how do you find out about it and all this kind of stuff? Luckily for me, I had some friends that I knew that were in that industry. I knew Jack Stark, who used to work with the Huskers. And so I reached out to Jack and he connected me with some other folks. And, and, and I was able to get her like a, a day of shadowing. 
but not everybody has that. And so, um, so tell us, okay, so you had this vision of, you know, kids don't, don't have the resources, I'll say, at their fingertips to be able to explore these different careers when they go through this test or I shouldn't say test. Kids hate tests, right? But this this kind of exploration and they get this print out and they say, here are five different potential career paths based on the answers that you gave. So now you've created tradegames.com, T-R-A-D-E-G-A-M-Z.com. And talk to us a little bit about what Trade Games is. Yeah, Trade Games, imagine if you will, a social media platform, but for the purpose of educating students on what it is that our careers do, and then showing them the next step to get there, whether that be into a college or a university or straight into the career. That that doesn't matter to us, but we're trying to give them the straightest path that we possibly can from high school graduation into a lasting career. So statistically speaking, what we're seeing is students are graduating at roughly 18 years old, and by the time they're 29 years old, 50% of the U.S. population finally has a post-secondary degree, whether that be associates, bachelor's, doctorate, whatever that is. So 11 years. That's 11 years of bouncing around, trying things, uh, racking up student loan debt, whatever that may be, before they get into a, a solid career. So so what happens? So now you have a career that spans from 20 years old to 65 years old. If 11 years of that is spent trying to find your place, that's a fourth. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting. So um, I've had the great opportunity to talk to you through this process, number one, and understand what it is. So I'm a business owner. I want to get involved with trade games, what kind of things can I do as a business owner to be able to promote the careers that are in my business? I mean, and then also then, um, how to, let's just start with that. How do I, how am I going to be able to promote the careers involved in my business? And let's just like, okay, let's use true build. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys don't just do hammers and nails anymore. Um, so, like, what are the kinds of things that I can do to help these students understand what's involved in that career? Yeah, just be real with them. That's These students need to see exactly what it is. Pretend as if they were doing a job shadow or a, an internship, and you had to walk them through every component of what you do, why you do it, where you do it, how you do it. Show them the ins and outs of what that business does. So in construction, for example, we have everything from... We have accounting, we have marketing, we have production, we have carpenters, we have many different facets that are required to do construction. That's before we even get into our subcontractors and suppliers and everybody else. But if a, a student wants to look at being a carpenter, show them a how-to video on how to install a door, how to set a cabinet, how to do the basics of what it is that you're doing so that when they get out of high school and they're exploring options, maybe it's SCC Milford for construction program, they show up the first day of class at SCC Milford with a realistic expectation of what's to come. Excellent. And so as the business owner, I can upload content onto your site, correct? So what kind of content can I put on there? The neatest things that we're seeing are the professionals are attacking the biggest misconceptions, the biggest uh, questions that students have when they come in. The, the funnest one we've had so far is Jeremy Montgomery with Stevens and Smith did a segment on what's the difference between cement and concrete. 
and he did a great job. It's about a three minute long video and it's got powder which is cement and then it shows what the actual concrete product is and that cement is only a component of concrete and he compares it to cake batter and it's amazing. It's exactly what needs to happen to then show this student exactly the difference between cement and concrete. They will that will stick with them the rest of their lives. He talks to them on their level and breaks down one of the biggest misconceptions in his industry of cement versus concrete. So I looked at Mark with this kind of like my raised eyebrow and said, kind of like, I thought they were the same. So, and you had me at cake batter. So you really caught me there. So, so he's creating video content, audio content that he can then post on trade games. Right. Um, and so he can go on there. A student can be like, okay, I'm interested. Oh, look, okay. Here's this different cement and concrete. Okay. Now I can look at, you know, other components of their business, those kind of things. So tell me how, now you just launched this here in the last week or 10 days. So this is, this website is fresh. It's new, uh, for employers to reach out. Um, you know, first of all, make sure kind of talk about how they can do it and why you think it's important for a business owner to get involved with trade games. Yeah, we're all we're all fighting over an emerging workforce, and it's not it's not fighting over these students as much as it is trying to get them fighting to find them more fight, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and get them motivated and engaged. And all of our dream come true is if a student comes out of a, a high school or a, a two year degree, four year degree, whatever that is, and they show up at our front door and say, "Hey, I've been watching your content. I really like what Truebuilt Construction does. I went to a two year program, got a degree. Can I come work for you?" If we can get back to that like it was 20, 25 years ago when the students had these programs in the classroom, they came out, they got a degree, and they showed up at your door with basic knowledge of what it is that our industry does, that was awesome back then. So um, how many different, for our listeners out there that are business owners, they're listening to this, they're going, hmm, this sounds kind of interesting. How many different careers are you looking to try to get going? Every single career that is appropriate to a 13-year-old. So that, give us examples, because, I mean, we've talked about construction and those kind of things. What are some other just random examples? I mean, there's thousands of them, but let's, just so our listeners can go, does this pertain to my business? Accounting, nursing is a huge one, large nursing shortage right now. The school system is severely understaffed, so educators can share their stories. Um, It can be marine biology, it can be marketing it can be anything okay so it could be doctors it could be lawyers it could be construction it could be information technology it could be uh cyber security ai any of those kind of things manufacturing welding so it's not just your basic trades it's anything that's one thing that we're trying to break the barrier on a little bit here with trade games is the difference between the blue collar and white collar there's there used to be a very distinct line that if you're white collar, you're successful. If you're blue collar, you're settling. And we're trying to break that because the, the, the skilled trades, everything's a skilled trade. A doctor shares their knowledge, their expertise, and their experience. They exchange that for a, an income, a salary, whatever that may be. So everybody is in a trade of some sort. So the, the line of white collar, blue collar, I would like to do the best I can to eliminate that or, you know, take that away from the students that they feel if they end up in construction that they're settling or they have failed somewhere or they're not going to be as, as successful. There's a lot of very successful 
people in every industry. Uh, there's a lot of garbage haulers that are very, very wealthy. And I, we need to get rid of this this distinction of successful versus non-successful. I think success is in the eye of the beholder, in in my opinion. So I, I appreciated one of the things that you mentioned when you talked about the different careers at Truebilt. Okay, so you talked about accounting, marketing, you know, and then the construction itself. So there's multiple trades. And I think that's one of the great things that we found at one of our first career fairs was there was a young a young woman, a high school student out at TCA who was in the marketing pathway. And she was talking to a company and she's talking marketing and all those kind of things. And there was an ag company right next to her. And the, the guy from the ag company goes over and taps her on the shoulders. Hey, I'd like to talk to you. And she's like, oh, okay. Next thing you know, she's got a job offer to be an intern in marketing, working for an ag company. And so I think sometimes it's like, well, if it's an ag company and I'm in marketing, like that doesn't make sense, right? Or, you know, I wouldn't have, you know, some people might not think that Truebilt needs somebody for marketing or accounting or those types of things. So I, I think it's good. So if I go in and I post some content, how can I make sure, like, for instance, you talked about multiple career paths at Truebilt. How can I make sure that students understand that my business isn't just hammers and nails and building and installing doors and cabinets, there's accounting, there's, you know, there's marketing, there's all these other things. How can I make sure that I, I, I make these young people aware when I put content onto tradegames.com? The students relate to individuals more so than they do the businesses. So if they can listen to an individual talking about their day at Truebill Construction as an accountant or a bookkeeper, they can relate to that person. They don't have this Truebilt Construction Company, how do I fit in, question mark. They're like, I can relate to this person that does bookkeeping, and that's something that I might be interested in. So, I don't know, I'll say tag. So, I go in and I put my business in, and I create my content, and I've got marketing, and I've got accounting, and I've got IT, and I've got HR, and I've got all these other different things. Is there a way I can make sure to tag it, so to speak, so that... If someone's searching for human resources, they can see that and it'll bring it up and they'll be like, oh, really? True Bill Construction? I never would have guessed. Is there, how do we do that? That's exactly how we're doing it. So every video that comes in or every photo that comes in with a description gets to assign up to 10 tags per post. So if it's a 20-minute long video explaining very in-depth on how to set a cabinet, we're talking about cabinets, we're talking about installing, we're talking about trim work, we're talking about all of these things. We can tag that photo. So if any student types in cabinets, all of the relative content appears on their feed for them. Excellent. So it's a good way for students to search. Now, what about if I'm an employer and I want to search for people or I want to post a job or those kind of things? Does it have the capacity to do those types of things? It does. We have a lot of built-in features that allow... Students to reach out to employers, employers to market what they need to the students. Uh, we have college involvement and interaction. The neat thing is, is all of the content that the students see, the pros do as well. Okay. So there's kind of an unintended byproduct of marketing built in. So not only are we trying to engage this emerging workforce, we're also sharing our information with other professionals that may need to hire Truebilt Construction or, or somebody else. So let's just say I'm going to pick something. I'll just pick cybersecurity. 
let's say I need somebody in cybersecurity and I'm I've got my stuff out there on on uh on tradegames.com and I say they're not going to call you but is there a way for them to go hey administrator or contact you all to say I've got this job opportunity in this specific area is there a way you can blast it is that is that possible that is a feature that's currently in production we're working on building it <clears throat> we do have the opportunity right now for students to send out to businesses so the way the whole platform works is as the students are engaging in this content we're paying attention to where they're spending their time based on the the categories they're in the keywords that they're searching we're, we're paying attention to the content so that on their resume that we're building for them, they can easily identify where they're spending the bulk of their time. So what why that matters is when they get to the point of having to make a decision of college or a career, whatever that is, they can look at their resume and see that, hey, I've spent 80% of my time engaged in marketing videos or marketing content. This might be something I want to pursue. And they can follow down the path by clicking on the marketing button that we make up front and center on their resume and it'll take them to everybody in their area that's doing marketing. So they can connect right there with those businesses. They can actually take it one step further and hit send resume. And the resume that we've built for them within Trade Games will be sent to that business or professional in an email or text message saying, hey, student Emma has reached out to you and would like to discuss full-time job, part-time job, internship, whatever that may be. We have taken the intimidation of that student having to walk through the front door physically out of the equation and now the student can with the click of a button apply for jobs or reach out to businesses so that's this is excellent this is an excellent way to connect those folks so can i ask a question and, and see if i'm understanding this absolutely this is really networking on steroids isn't it in today's technologically advanced world i mean a lot of times a job fair it's you're networking one-on-one -on -one, face to face but this is taking it almost to another level. 100%. So this is coordinating everybody's efforts. What we found is that everybody is off doing their own thing, every man for themselves, if you will, right now, trying to get to these students. So Truebelt Construction has been in the classroom. We've done job fairs. We've built houses with the kids before. We've had multiple opportunities and efforts to get in front of these students with very little lasting effect. So it seems like we'll go into a classroom, we'll introduce ourselves to 25 students, and you walk out and like, hey, that went great, but you never hear anything from any of them. What next? Kind what next? Yeah, yeah, what's the follow-up? So now with Trade Games, the students can engage in whatever content they want for as long as they want, and we've always got it up front in their mind where they're spending their time. And they can go back and, and look at it again. And and as we all know, repetition is very important. Yeah. You, you watch something once, watch it a second time, you pick up something different. One, one other question that I had, and it goes back to a topic that we discussed at length last year, and I know this is targeting, like you said, high school students, but what about that over 50% of the current workforce that's out there quiet quitting? Is there a, is there a potential uh, for trade games to be a resource for that segment of the workforce? One of the funnest things that came out of, uh, during building this, we interviewed all, about 105 students, 104 students, a lot of the students had parents in the room with them while we were interviewing the students, trying to figure out how to build this platform. As we were doing this, we had students, er, parents asking us, well, can I use this too? A lot of those questions came up. So our student profile is actually a student and job seeker profile. The, the lower end limit is you have to be 13 years old or older. There is no upper end limit. So anybody potentially seeking a different job or wanting to move careers, 
can hop on, have the same experience as a student, have the same sharing of resume components and capabilities. And uh, yeah, so it's anybody 13 and older. But this is, goes back to what you've said. It's the people who show up that make a difference. And this is a way for people to show up at a career fair that's, if you will, uh, static, online, and back to it. 24-7, 365 career fair, really. Um, I mean, in, well, it's more than a career. Yeah, fair. I mean, but it's it's it's, it's clear, career exploration, a career fair, and also I think the interesting thing for me, as I think about this, is it's almost like you've taken Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, maybe some Snapchat, LinkedIn, and Indeed, and all these other platforms, and kind of it's it's a one stop shop, which I think is it's it's great for the employers, and I think it's great for students and job seekers really well and it also puts a personification of sorts on the business because if if you've got not just the the hr or the recruiting people out there talking but if you've got a concrete specialist that's actually i mean it's really putting a face-to-face that you wouldn't normally get at a at a career for fair or in the classroom because that's going to be a spokesman for the business rather than the professionals at whatever level they're working. That's exactly right. So the most exciting part of this whole thing is when we started designing the product, we didn't think there was going to be much of an opportunity, at least initially, to get into the school system. We thought that they had their their processes and their programs, and we thought that there would be a fight to get in. It's been the exact opposite. So in about two weeks of being live to the world, if you will, the best feedback, the most feedback that we've received is from the education system a lot of counselors saying, how do I get this? Like, my students need this. So Trade Games gives every educator, every counselor, every parent the opportunity to say, hey, student, show me your Trade Games. And that student can show the parents the resume. On the resume, it shows that parent or that educator exactly where that student has been engaged in the content, and it gives them a very clear path on the next step, school, whether that be college, university, Straight into a career doesn't matter, but everybody is right there. Everybody that participates in trade games is front and center to that student for the next step. It's there. It's perpetual. It's um, like True Built Construction. We've done 11 videos so far. Those 11 videos could play for the next 10 years to thousands of students in 15 different states. There's The outreach is amazing. And I don't care where I'm teaching the student. And if it's a student in Ohio that decides to go into construction because they watched my video, great. Spread the word. This is awesome. And I think, and I'm glad to hear the education community is embracing it because I do know uh, when we talked, that was a huge concern of yours. And so I'm glad that that's going. And I think, you know, as we look at, there's been a lot of conversation. Dr. Illich is out at SCC has publicly talked about wanting to grow the Career Academy. Like this is something that should be in that sophomore year where they're researching that. And then as they think about, should I go to TCA? Here we go. Okay. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of this in marketing or I'm seeing a lot of this in business or, you know, construction or welding or electrical or plumbing and all those kind of things kind of helping guide them at a young age. And they're starting to get those skills out there right away and graduating with college credits. So the interesting thing that we found in interviewing all of these students is we interviewed students from 10 years old to 24 years old. So we caught the gamut of just getting out of you know elementary school into middle school, all the way through high school. And the, the most important content that we got or the information that we got was out of college students. 
in high school, they don't know what's about to hit them. They don't know how hard this finding a career thing really is until they get to college. And we had, I had a gal that, that I introduced trade games to that was a junior in college. She was in tears. She said, where was this five years ago? She goes, my life would be different if I would have been doing this five years ago because I would have made a different decision than what she did. It was real for her. That's that's a great, great testimonial right there for you. So I, I think this is, is awesome. I'm excited for you and what you've done. And I mean, on behalf of the business community, thank you for doing this because this is this is a big deal. This is addressing probably the number one issue that I get from LIBA members on a regular basis is you know, I mean, I hear all the time, hey, bud, if you know anybody looking for X, Y, and Z job, you know, I'm hiring. And I'm like, okay, you and about every other employer in Lincoln, right? So um, so I think this is a good way to start doing that. Like, you know, and, you know, too, again, too bad we didn't have it two years, three years, four years, five years ago. But we have it, and it's a great opportunity. And I think we'll we'll look forward maybe in six months or eight months to have you come back and talk about how it's gone. We're, I mean, we're already planning the next career fair at the Career Academy. You and I have talked about that and, and having that opportunity. So uh, really appreciate you taking some time to come in and talk about this. Trade Games, T-R-A-D-E-G-A-M-E-Z. No E. No E. Oh, scratch that. Time out. Delete. Control-Alt-Delete. Reset. Trade Games, T-R-A-D-E-G-A-M-Z. Dot com. I'll get that right one of these times, Mark. It's a tongue twister for me, apparently. Well, if you're confused, uh, just look at the uh, uh, discussion here on the uh, page. Uh, that yeah, we'll, put, we'll make sure we include that when we put right. out the podcast, too. So tradegames.com, T-R-A-D-E-G-A-M-Z.com. Uh, check it out. Um, take a look at it. Find a way. Share it with your kids. Share it with your kids, whether they're in college or High school, share it with your friends or peers who might be just trying to figure out, I'm at a point in my career, I don't know what I want to do. Uh, share it with your fellow business owners and, and get the word out there. Thank you very much, Bo. And share uh, it with your kids' educators. Yeah, exactly. Share it. <laughs> spread the word. The word of the day is trade games, spread the word. So uh, thank you for being with us today. We really appreciate it. Um, again, Bo Jones with True Built Construction has built tradegames.com for uh, – employers, students, educators, right on down the line. Uh, take a look at it. Spend a little time on there and check it out. There's some really good videos uh, that you can you can check out on there. It's a good one, tradegames.com. This has been the Lincoln Business Beat from the Lincoln Independent Business Association and KLIN Radio. Reviewing and updating business owners and community members, what's happening in the business community in and around Lincoln. Along with LIBA President and CEO Bud Seinhorst and our guest today for our deep dive, Bo Jones, I'm Mark Vail with Lincoln Business Beat made possible by the 1890 Initiative. Visit 1890nebraska.com where 100% of your donation goes directly to Husker student-athletes.